You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Triple Whale. I'm your host, Val Geisler. Mary, thank you so much for joining us on the E-Commerce Marketing School today. I'm so thrilled you're here. I got to meet you through our producer and our friend Lucas over at Triple Whale. And I know that you've had a extensive journey to where you are today in your role. And um, I think we have some similar backgrounds in like content marketing and email marketing. And now you are doing product marketing, which is a really cool and I think misunderstood area of business and and not a lot of e-commerce operators have product marketers. So it's definitely like in the SaaS world, being a product marketer can mean a million different things. Kind of like being an e-commerce operator can mean a million different things. But I'm really excited to dive into our topic today because um, it's one we haven't touched on. And it's also one that's like very top of mind for people right now. So thanks for being here. Yeah, Val, it's so nice to be here with you. Thank you for having me. I'm very glad that Lucas connected us. And yeah, yeah, to your point, I do feel like product marketing is a little bit all over the place. And so is e-commerce marketing. So it's a little aligned in that way. Yeah. And also a little bit of like herding cats in both scenarios, right? You're kind of always trying to do everything. And it is one of those roles. And I think it's very reflective of being an e-commerce operator where you feel like I can do this part really well, but I'm going to drop this part over here, right? Like you can, you can focus on one area and then the other areas um, don't get as much attention, but you're kind of in charge of all of it. So you have to purposefully choose to do that. And I think that that's what's fun about this show is like we get to talk about different key topics that you can purposely choose to step into a little bit more than the other areas just for a little bit, work on it and then pull back and go somewhere else. So I think that that's like a nice play between product marketing and e-commerce. I totally agree, particularly in the creative kind of realm there too. Yes, for sure. Uh, There's a lot of creativity needed in e-commerce operating and uh, particularly like in the world of being a marketer. And if you do not naturally come by being a marketer, um, you kind of have to flex those creativity muscles. And there has been a big change in the way that we are creative online over the last year, I think, really, I mean, maybe you tell me maybe it came before the last year, but um, I want to talk to you about AI. Yeah, yeah, I think um, this is a perfect segue, actually, because uh, if you don't come by being a creative naturally, AI is the perfect place to start. And it really, at least for me, um, it really became more of a thing around November 30th of last year when OpenAI dropped ChatGPT and we all were, you know, all of a sudden able to do a lot more than just one person can do. So yeah, and how convenient to drop right in the middle of our busiest season, um, when everyone had to kind of like, wait, I'll figure it out in Q1. Um, But over the last year, like AI has really changed the way that we approach marketing. And, you know, everything from I've seen articles and uh, TikToks and things about like AI generated models and product shoots and all kinds of things like that. And I'm sure that there are AI generated blogs for e-commerce. And so I would love for you to kind of give us the run of the mill for like, what is, what are the use cases for AI and marketing? How has it changed the way we approach marketing in 2023 and then going into 2024? Yeah, I mean, uh, it hasn't even been a year that AI has been available to us, which is kind of crazy because it does feel like it's already making a huge impact. But pretty much, I want to say almost every facet of marketing can be enhanced with AI. 
from kind of the easiest stuff, which is writing copy and getting different kinds of headlines, subject lines, outlines, anything that you need to actually generating that creative, testing that creative to all the way through analysis, audience segmentation. It, it really runs the gamut. So I think if we go about this almost in chronological order, I think a lot of people started their journey with AI with copy and creative. We got very into, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with mid-journey or related yeah. tools. <laughs> yeah. Uh, got very involved with, oh man, I don't actually need to have a, a photographer on site taking pictures of a model wearing these clothes or holding this bottle. I can create that online for half the budget. So I think it really started there, looking at how to run ads in a better way, how to generate a lot of different copy variations, run tests, and get optimization much faster than you would without AI. So if you start there, the next step is looking at audiences. And this is something where uh, your CDP will really come into play. I know that there's a lot of different solutions out there and uh they are slowly starting to incorporate AI within your CDP. And that AI, you know, takes the lift off of you for automatically creating segments that you can target um, with all of these variations of copy and creative and figuring out who likes what in a, in a much more precise way. I've even seen some of that copy stuff built into CDPs and ESPs where there are subject line generator tools and, you know, starters on body copy and you kind of it depends on the tool you're using but I'm seeing more of that built in so I think like that's a great place to kind of go and go and look through your tools documentation and find out like just go into the knowledge base and type in AI and see where your tool is providing those options of being able to leverage AI and and subject lines are something uh, we talked to Taylor from Outway about a couple episodes ago. And um, he was saying like subject line is the most important thing you can spend time on in your emails. And that probably made a lot of people really sweaty. And so like you can leverage something like a AI subject line generator. And whether you actually use that word for word, or if it just kind of gives you like, oh, I can do that and then change a few things and use it as a jumping off point. Those tools are really handy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you know, as being a content marketer, nothing is scarier than a blank page. And my favorite thing is going into a Google Doc, which, you know, hot tip, don't don't use your uh, business email when you go into your Google Docs, because then you can use Bard and it gives you that little sparkle of write this for me. And that is my favorite trick to get started. It, it really gets you over that writer's block hump. So do you use it, use the AI and then just use what the AI gave you? Do you uh, like play with it, zhuzh it up a bit? Do you completely rewrite it and just use it as like a brainstorming session? How do you use it? That's a great point. I think it definitely needs some zhuzhing. It, <laughs> yeah. We got a we gotta, robot. Exactly. And it's learning and it's learning who you are. It's learning what you're, what you're writing about. And more importantly, it's learning your brand and what you're selling. Um, and so it definitely, this is not like an on off switch. When you start, you, you, you have to give it feedback. So the most important part is, of course, generating that first draft, generating that outline. Um, but then, you know, telling the AI how to improve. So one day you will be able to take it verbatim from the AI and, and put it into that subject line and see how it goes. Um, but without that learning, you're probably going to get something that sounds pretty awkward and robot-like. That's a really good tip to like give feedback to the AI. I feel like a lot of people will just put in 
question, 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 or like prompt, prompt, and never really. Um, I prefer a more casual tone. Please rewrite it. You know, that kind of thing to, to type back to the AI and truly like it's a robot still, but it, it can learn if you give it the opportunity to do that. If all you're giving it is prompts, it never knows what you want. Yeah, I know, um, you know, a lot of e-commerce stores do not have the time to labor over a brand book, but you can feed your AI whatever information you have about your brand. So if you do have a brand book, go for it. Give it to the AI and let it learn how to write for you and how to generate creative for you. But, you know, if you don't have that, a quick bullet points about, you know, I like more of a casual tone. I want something fun. I wouldn't trust their jokes quite yet. No. (laughs) Maybe don't suggest puns, but yeah. Uh, any feedback loop is good. Yeah. And I've also seen AI used for product descriptions where, you know, you if you're launching new products all the time, maybe you sell kinetic sand and you have all these different colors and maybe you have different, like some have glitter, some have little things inside of them. And so you can, you can have hundreds of variations of kinetic sand. And so you get tired of writing those product descriptions and trying to come up with something that sounds fun on each page. But you can give AI that job, you can say, like, here's the components, you know, write a fun, casual product description. And you can even feed it some other ones you've previously written as like, here's the here's the style, please write it this long, you know, this long, this style um, for this product. Yeah, exactly. And you know, once you're testing those variations, and you have the winners, you feed the winners back into the AI and say, you know, these are the ones that performed. Copy these. Make it more like this. And then hopefully you're getting more optimization out of that. Yeah, you could say like, this is our best selling product. Here's the product description. Write a description for this new product. So it becomes our new bestseller. You know, exactly. things like that. Yeah. yeah. Just that, I mean, so is it, do you treat it like a team member? I mean, some of people listening are like solo founder operators. And so do they, do you get like a free employee essentially? <laughs> Honestly, that is kind of how I talk about it, especially in like marketing materials. That's how I talk about it. I, uh, I have to admit selfishly, I do love writing. So I don't love AI to do my whole job for me. I'm really looking for that like draft that you can then zhuzh up, finesse into something that is a little, a little more human-like, a little more creative. However, I have teammates who really do treat it like another team member and have spent a lot of time training their AI to help them do their job faster and better. And it's been working out pretty well. It is a little bit of a time investment, but you know, remember AI can talk back. Like you can have a conversation with this robot in the internet (laughs) and make them a member of your team. And that's kind of, it's nice. It's nice to, especially if you're solo entrepreneur, bounce ideas off of this robot on the internet. Yeah. And so it sounds like you also encourage your team to use AI. Oh, yeah. I'm very pro do less. (laughs) Um, Anytime you can have less effort and do more, that's, you know, we're all about velocity. Um, So I think that's super important. Why would you not use a cutting edge tool at your disposal? Okay, so we've talked about ads, emails, like subject lines, maybe some body copy, product descriptions. Where else is AI changing the way we do marketing? Um, I think at a very high level, it will help start being able to predict your future performance. So if you are, again, a lot of this is something that you would need a tool for because ChatGPT is not great with numbers and you definitely, again, need someone to train it. But if you are in a place where you can feed your AI your analytics, A, 
then can help you analyze the reports that you coming that are coming in and you might not notice a nugget of information that's actually extremely valuable and it'll pull that out for you. Um, and then B, it'll help you be able to predict what your next quarter is going to look like, particularly in e-commerce, because we base a lot of our promotions and merchandising around holidays, around the calendar year. And that's that's pretty repeatable performance. Um, and so that's something that is will help with the front end of spend. So thinking, making sure inventory is coming in at the right times and planning promotions correctly and that kind of thing. So is AI like doing the kind of modeling for you and saying like, hey, here's the business performance to date. And then also pulling in things like here is the available market, like the, you know, pulling in Tam and Sam and those kinds of things into what you give it. So the benefit of AI is like the the reach into the amount of data available to it versus if you're sitting behind your computer and your spreadsheet, you have your data set and you can go like, okay, well, if we saw 20% growth between Q2 and Q3 of last year, you know, we can expect 30 to 35% in that same time period this year because of compounding growth and, um, you know, those kinds of factors. But AI might say like, actually, an entire market has opened up in this area or like your market share is actually getting really, really small because the amount of competitors that have come into your space are greater. And so AI knows those things that you might not necessarily have on hand. Yeah, exactly. And again, it definitely depends on the tool that you're using, but the AI has access to your data and to the entirety of the internet. (laughs) Um, So being able to understand, you know, exactly what you're saying is the the kind of there are more competitors in your space they're selling at lower prices than you are maybe this is a a point where you won't be as competitive and you won't win and again i cannot emphasize the velocity of that enough because sitting behind a spreadsheet i don't know about you it takes time it takes a lot of time to sit there and analyze and pull out the things that you need and make sure that they're correct so AI is great for creative people who don't want to sit behind a spreadsheet. And it's also great for spreadsheet people who don't want to be creative. Like you can use it on either end of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. If we're talking about it, you know, as an extra employee on your team, you know, can be a, a designer in theory, a copywriter in theory, an analyst in theory, definitely a junior, all junior, of those. <laughs> <An> associate <laughs> level. Yeah, exactly. Need some training on the business model and the marketplace and, you know, need some uh, foundational education in order to dive in, but has has the skills to to accomplish the role. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think like the only other role that I would call out that AI can fill that seat is on the opposite end of customer service is someone Know, buys a product and you give the AI access to your product catalog and they come in with an answer on how to use it. Um, and AI can sit in a chat bot and answer those questions for you. So you're not seven chat support. Yeah, chatbots have come a long way since they first appeared and they actually are beneficial and helping answer questions for real and avoiding 
tickets and to support. I've also seen it on that like product recommendation side. You know, I think some of the like very basic AI is just literally a product recommendation tool that you uh, that you've probably used for the last several years, which is like, hey, uh, this product showed up in somebody's cart. And so before this is like a AOV tool, before they check out, you're going to recommend a few products that relate to that other product. And we've been using AI, we just haven't really called it that or thought about it in that way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that bleeds into, you know, giving you insights on what to bundle together, what to give discounts on that kind of thing, which is, again, in the long run, anything that saves you time. Yeah, for sure. It's so fascinating. And I'm interested to see how AI shapes this Black Friday season, because I feel like this is the first full season that we really have a lot. And there's, you know, so many tools have come out since ChatGPT, and there's so much opportunity. And I think that the the biggest thing for me is like taking away the fact that you can really expand your capabilities and uh, in your time by leveraging AI. And you can have AI accomplish the things that aren't necessarily your core skill set. So you can give it a job that you don't love to do. Uh, whether that's your spreadsheet or your uh, blog copy, you know, wherever you fall on that spectrum and let it do a good percentage of the job, 60, 70% of the job, and you can take it the rest of the way. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I think, I mean, we're sitting here on August 23rd. So we're in that like sweet spot, the, the last of summer, that little lull. And soon we're all going to be working like crazy people <laughs> just preparing Black Friday season. And, uh, wearing ourselves thin and anywhere that you can kind of take that weight off of yourself and get the AI to give you those 10 variations of copy. So you get that in 30 minutes, you're, you're done. It's, it's all set up uh, versus, you know, three hours of your day. Precious. <laughs> Great. Yeah. In September, October, November, we can all use the extra time, you know? Mary, I really appreciate you sharing this with us. I feel like there's a ton more we could dive into in the world of AI. If people want to talk to you, uh, learn more about this topic or uh, product marketing or anything else, how do they reach you? Well, I you can find me on LinkedIn, Mary Lister. And you can also feel free to just email me. Um, it's just mary at tripleoil.com. And feel free. I, I love to chat about this stuff. Awesome. Thanks for talking to me about it today. All right, class, make sure you're subscribed to e-commerce marketing school and huge favor. If you hear an episode you love, please take two minutes to leave a review with privy. Anyone can be a marketer, simple, intuitive email and SMS marketing that drives real results without the complexity. And before I go, a special shout out to triple whale e-commerce marketing school is now part of the triple whale podcast network. Triple whale helps you easily manage and automate analytics attribution, merchandising, forecasting, and more in the palm of your hand. Check them out by scheduling a demo today.